0: This is Tim Tapp, Tap, host of Tapping to the Truth, that you can hear every Friday night from seven to nine p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Networks.
1: Command codes verified. Program complete. Log on complete.
2: Say, is in a crucial stage? It's not because of foreign wars we wage. It's more to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people try to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Too many minds are convinced they should be led I've got to be free the way God made that And I won't be ruled by the Danuette Taking your right to self-defense They say you're safe, but they don't make sense Dangerous ones will not turn the guns Always ask people All the bodies made out of boring shores
0: welcome to today's broadcast of tap to the truth. hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing. with all the usual caveats of course, with you as always, I'm your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host Tim Tap. Coming to you live from historic Roane County, Tennessee, and we are indeed live across the various platforms of the Vera Networks as well as K Star Talk Radio, ZMA Radio, and of course Liberty Talk f m, just, just to start. All right, glad to have you here, regardless if you're listening live or if you're listening later to the podcast. Either way, it's all good. As long as you're listening, thank you for joining us. Today promises to be an interesting show. As off the top, we are scheduled to be joined by Drew Thomas Allen, who's, of course, the author of America's Last Stand. Will you vote to save or destroy America in 2024? And, of course, we'll be discussing the results from Iowa and probably a little bit of what he expects uh, from New Hampshire. Then uh, we're scheduled to be joined by Pastor David Scarlett. Uh, Pastor Scarlett, of course, is the founder of His Glory TV, uh, which has just recently announced a 14-part documentary series on what really happened on J6. So we'll be talking a little bit about that, of course, but we're also going to be talking about a certain police officer who now has been proven, thanks to the uh, investigative journalist over at The Blaze, to have perjured himself. And then in the second hour, we're scheduled to be joined by Mr. Ken Crow, the purveyor of Crow's Nest politics. Uh, We'll be talking a little bit more about the uh, fallout from Iowa, his expectations about New Hampshire, and of course, uh, he just recently released a new article today And we'll be talking about it because it kind of hits on some points that I've raised for concern as well. So we'll go from there. But before we get started, I do have to ask you a very serious question. And that, of course, is when things go sideways, not if, when will you be prepared? Look, there's a lot of folks out there right now, and rightfully so, that might be concerned that you may have to go a long time without electricity or without food. Uh, Look, all you got to do is go visit our friends over at Four Patriots to get the preparedness products right now uh, that you can use now as you come across it. Doug is uh, in the control room uh, going through some of his uh, emergency food supplies that he's uh, showing off for the camera. And, uh, of course, they also have a series of solar generators that are available, everything from the big, newest, top-of-the-line Patriot Power Generator 2000X all the way down to my favorite little gizmo I have here, the Patriot Power Sidekick. Uh, Tiny little guy, but powerful, runs everything I need it to, and uh, I gotta tell you, I like it so much, I use it too much. (laughs) I'm not saving it for emergencies, but... You can use the solar panels or you can use other means to recharge these. So you got a lot of options, but here's the thing. No matter where you're at across the board with your preparedness levels, you want to make sure that you do have everything necessary to protect yourself in the event that that power grid's down for a bit, especially if you have medical equipment that you count on or you want to keep that refrigerator running. Uh, maybe electricity's not your top uh, concern. That's where those Patriot Power – Patriot <laughs> – that's where the four Patriots' survival food kits – it's always great to get tongue-tied in the middle of a, <laughs> of a promotion. Uh, look, uh, the survival food kits, there's a reason why they're best-selling. <laughs> Doug's trying to help me out, showing me stuff to read here. <laughs> Delicious tasting, designed to last for up to 25 years. They've got kits that include real meat. They've got great desserts. Uh, If the power is out and you didn't uh, supply yourself a solar generator, uh, then no worries. Just boil some water over a fire, simmer and serve. You'll enjoy a hot meal and stay safe in a crisis. So, look, I had the folks over at 4Patriots to set up a special page just for you guys, the listeners of Tapping to the Truth. You go to 4Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P, and it will take you straight to a page that will show you this week's discounts and deals. You, you just land there. You can shop the rest of the site from there. It lets them know that I sent you. But it's a great place for you to start if you haven't been preparing uh, your uh, concerns. Uh, back up in the event of emergency It's also a great uh, website to share with some of your friends And maybe family members that you know that uh, Okay, maybe you're set But they haven't been Either way, just send them to the number 4 Patriots.com Backslash T-A-P-P That's 4Patriots.com T-A-P-P Alright uh, What do you say we actually get uh, started with tonight's show at this point? I know you guys are done listening to me mumble and grumble. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is indeed time to welcome back to the show the author of America's Last Stand. Will you vote to save or destroy America in 2024? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back Mr. Drew Thomas Allen. Uh, Drew, thank you so much for coming on. It was a bit of a, a last-minute uh, uh, scheduling uh, flip around to try to even get you on, and I appreciate your willingness to jump on with us and talk to the audience tonight. How are you doing today?
3: Hey, I'm I'm good, Tim. Actually, I just got finished with a TV interview on GB News. that's over in the UK, and uh, I had to confront this uh, this Marxist who was spewing the propaganda we deal with every single day, calling Trump a dictator and saying that no way would things be better off under Trump than they are currently under Biden. I asked this guy, what, what planet are you living on? <laughs> Well,
0: obviously he has very little idea of what's happening in the States, but as you pointed out, uh, he is a Marxist, so he knows anybody that's a threat to collectivism and globalist ideologies is somebody that they don't want in power. It scares them. All right. Obviously uh, tonight… We wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, fallout from the Iowa uh, caucus, Uh, obviously a runaway win for Donald Trump. I barely talked about it this week because there was very little that happened that I don't think we expected to happen. Uh, other than just going right into the caucus that everybody was talking about how Nikki Haley was picking up a little bit of steam and might have a realistic chance of coming in second. She did actually uh, keep it a close third, uh, kept DeSantis on his toes. But at this point, uh, there's no question. It was Donald Trump's to just to lose and and he didn't. He was barely there. And uh, we're seeing a lot of shuffling uh, for second place, uh, continuing. Uh, Obviously, DeSantis isn't even going to try in New Hampshire. Uh, He'd made that decision a long time ago. Uh, The real question comes down to how long the battle for second place starts. And I got a couple of reasons why I think it's a little more important uh, than in most elections who ends up in that second place slot. But I want to get your take on it. Uh, You're definitely very strong on the Trump train, and uh, you're very much – uh, let's let's shut down the primaries, let's circle the wagons, and let's get behind Donald Trump right now. But uh, do you see any potential negatives if we were to do that right now? Is there any reason why we shouldn't, in your opinion?
3: Uh, yeah, I think the stakes of this moment, we're wasting our time uh, attacking Trump in terms of these other campaigns right now. It's not like these they're running these parallel campaigns saying, vote for me, they're trying to do as much damage as they can to Trump, and they're spouting, you know, Lincoln Project lies about Trump's record and so on and so forth. If DeSantis or Haley were close and it looked like they could make a move, I would have a different opinion. But that combined with the fact that we've got the most important election, one of the most important in our entire history, uh, coming up in November— And we've got to deal with the Democrats and Soros who are already going state by state trying to meddle and put money into places and and make sure that they can pull off a victory. Uh, No, I think we're wasting our time. I mean, I I, I agree in the sense that, you know, we we need to make sure, you know, his VP candidate, I think, matters a little bit more uh, than typically in some ways this election because, God forbid, something were to happen to Trump, we need somebody who's – uh, going to go in there with a sledgehammer like he's promising to do and give uh, the power back to the American people and take it away from these elites who have stolen it from us and are looking to, you know, uh, 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 make us slaves. So, you know, I mean, I, I look, I, I, I think that it's fine. We made it here. We're going to go to New Hampshire. But we just let's face reality. I feel like, okay, here's the, here's, here's an analogy I'll make. You know, uh, one of my favorite movies is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And there is a hilarious scene in which King Arthur runs into the Black Knight on his travel. And this is the Black Knight that won't let him pass, and they get into this fight, right? But first he says to the Black Knight, you know, he tries to recruit him. He says, I've heard you're strong. I want you to be one of my knights. And the the Black Knight says, no, you can't pass. And so they, they get into a fight. And, you know, you have... Uh, King Arthur cut off one arm, another arm, and you have the Black Knight saying it's just a scratch, it's just a flesh wound. He takes off both of his legs, and then he's just a torso on the ground, and he still refuses to admit defeat. I feel like that's what happened in Iowa, and Trump is King Arthur, and DeSantis is the Black Knight. And Haley's going to be the Black Knight probably in New Hampshire, depending on her response. But this pretend game where they actually have a shot, uh, it's fantasy land, it's delusional.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think by the time it's all said and done, uh, Nikki Haley's going to be one of the knights that say knee. Uh, <laughs> that's a great analogy, <laughs> by the way, uh, Drew. Um, yeah. You know, my real concern comes into all of the different. Uh, hurdles that Trump is going to be facing uh, it is a situation where we have to be legitimately concerned about the threat of leftist violence. We have to take into account the fact that there are these reports uh, that seem pretty uh, seem pretty solid to me uh, based on where they came from that there was in fact a plan for a legitimate military coup should Donald Trump be reelected. So, yeah, I absolutely agree that the choice in VP is uh, absolutely uh, more important than probably has ever been in history. But at the same time, my real concerns still circle back around to what do we do if we legitimately have to have a plan B? And in my mind, the only excuse for continuing uh, all the way out to Super Tuesday, which I think Trump will have wrapped up literally everything required by then. Uh, he'll have more than enough, but maybe even before then, but definitely by then. But I think we need to have in mind a plan B, uh, if for no other reason than the fact that while you wouldn't guess it to look at him, we do have to keep in mind that Donald Trump is an older guy and uh, there could be anything that happens legitimately and, of course, illegitimately. Uh, Does any of that concern you?
3: Uh, It concerns me, but I don't think either of the options should be – I don't think the the replacement should be either DeSantis or Haley. I think they've run disgraceful campaigns at this point uh, with their attacks and so on and so forth, and that's what they're aiming to. If you listen to them talk, in particular DeSantis, it's really concerning to me because they – he and his surrogates talk like they're hoping that something like that happens to Trump because they know that's their only pathway to victory. That's why he's staying in. Because if that scenario plays out, he wants to be number two so he gets the job. And, you know, I've been pointing this out to people lately because, look, I give, I give DeSantis credit for what he did in Florida. I'm not one of these guys who's like, DeSantis has always been horrible and whatever else just because he's not my guy right now. But I, I do think he's damaged his political future. And it's worth pointing out that DeSantis is the guy who looked in the mirror when he was 14 years old and saw a president. He wanted to be president. And, DeS- mm-hmm. and, and, and Trump is somebody – who looked at the country and thought it was in trouble and then decided to run for president there's a difference you know desantis did yale he did harvard he joined the navy for five years uh tremendous i'm glad i'm thankful for his service uh i'm not i'm not attacking that but it was a blueprint to get into politics so then he ran for congress in florida and he won and what happened in 2016 when he'd only been in congress for a few years well you had marco rubio temporarily suspend, you know, his campaign to run for the Senate seat, you know, the Senate seat that he had to to run for reelection and because he was going to run for president. And DeSantis announced he was going to run for that Senate seat because Senate is a step up uh, from the House in terms of the way people look at the power and so on and so forth. And when Rubio dropped out of the presidential race in 2016, um, DeSantis smartly backed off. Rubio ran for Senate and won. And uh, Congressman DeSantis... You know, one reelection. We get to twenty eighteen and then we have a gubernatorial race uh, open up because Rick Scott was turned out after serving two consecutive terms. And DeSantis resigned from Congress, which he was elected to to serve uh, in order to run for that that governor seat. So you see a picture of somebody who's always been striving uh, to reach the heights of politics and power. Now, I'm not saying he wouldn't do good for the country. I'm not saying his policies wouldn't be agreeable for many of us. I'm not even questioning whether he's a devout, authentic conservative or not. But what I'm telling you is this is a guy who's obsessed with becoming president, and he's obsessed with doing it right now. For some reason, he couldn't wait till 2028, even though he's governor right now. I mean, and this is the disgraceful thing too. Here's a guy who, you know, it's it's obvious after Iowa. He said, "Wait till Iowa. The the polls are rigged. The polls aren't true. I'll show you. I'll shock the world." Well. He showed us that the polls were true, and, and, and he's not going to be the nominee, and this guy's out there. he's He's got a job right now. He's actually the governor of Florida, and he's nowhere to be seen. He's just campaigning for president. I think that's disgraceful.
0: Yeah. yeah, I, I certainly would not be opposed if we were to make it law across the the board at every level that you must first resign – a position that you may hold office-wise if you're going to run for a different office. Uh, I think that would uh, end up slowing the roles of a lot of these folks, but you're absolutely right, uh, Drew, when it comes to looking at Ron DeSantis' uh, career path. He appears to be a big part of what a lot of conservatives agree is the problem. Uh, he had designed to be a career politician. And, and like you, you look at, at what he does, what he has done so far in Florida, it, it's hard to argue that he's uh, not a solid conservative. It's hard to argue that he's not been uh, somebody who's hardworking for his constituents and isn't afraid to mix it up with both the media and and with uh, the woke powers within the state. He, he has done well in those instances, I think, for the most part. But uh, when it really boils down to is, again, the point you made, Donald Trump's a guy who had stopped for a long time. We're going in the wrong direction. Uh, I've been able to do well in this country because of how it's set up. I love the United States, and I, in general— Love people. And that's one thing that always shines through, too. Uh, You can say what you want to about the mean tweets and the name calling and all that. Uh, He is a person who is legitimately at ease, no matter what kind of crowd he's surrounded by. Uh, That is a rarity in this day and age period. we're real quick running out of time, but you know we talked a little bit about how important the VP pick is. I'd love to get your thoughts on who you think would be the ideal uh, vice presidential candidate at this point.
3: Well, I'll give a general and then specifics. I mean, generally speaking, I would love to see somebody who's hated as much as Trump because the left would blow a gasket. I mean, if they can't decide who, who to attack every day, they spend all their time and energy creating these attacks against Trump. Well, what if they had to do it against two people? Because, you know, let's face it, Mike Pence was just a, a uh, you know, a doormat. Um, he didn't really cause him much trouble. He's not charismatic. But if you had somebody in there like Trump, man, we could really divide their attention uh, for our own benefit. But, uh, you know, that'd be like a Tucker Carlson, I think, somebody who, who, who they hate, who's, who understands how to play the media. But I think he's going to go with a female. I think that at the end of the day, he's going to calculate that the only vote that he's a little bit concerned about missing out on are kind of the suburban women. Um, white women, college-educated in many cases, uh, but living in the suburbs. You have a problem with the mean tweets, which is just mind-boggling, given uh, the Democrats and Joe Biden, how they could focus their attention on Trump and have a problem with him so much. Uh, But, you know, Elise Stefanik has been thrown out, Um, Chrissy Nome. Uh, I, I love that too. She has her own kind of little sex scandal, I think, but honestly in politics today, given what everyone else has done, I think we can probably – I'm sad to say you know, you know, we can probably get past that, uh, but, but I think it will be a woman.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I do think it would be interesting that obviously in a traditional campaign, you look for a VP who can deliver you a constituency that you're going to have problems with. Uh, That's why a lot of northern candidates like to have a southern uh, VP pick and vice versa. Uh, That's why I think it makes perfect sense to lean into a a likable enough woman. Uh, But uh, again, it's not going to matter too much uh, whether or not it's one of these strong uh, attack MAGA-style women or no matter who it is uh, sex-wise. But uh, they're going to be demonized anyway. It's just going to be, now all of a sudden, uh, Trump is Hitler, Uh, you just got bumped up to Mussolini. Congratulations. Uh, That's the way the media is going to play it regardless. So it's still going to come down to messaging. I think right now, uh, with the economy doing as poorly as it has, and with the southern border finally starting to hit hard communities in these so-called sanctuary cities throughout the country, a lot of Democrat office holders are having to make explanations to Democratic voters who are over it as well. Now is a good time to make a lot of movement and make that solid messaging count. Uh, I think all in all, it's going to be tough to make a wrong choice, uh, the only thing that I really hope for in this case is that Donald Trump does a better job in who he trusts, when who he has around him, that they're actually going to move forward. He needs a balance. He doesn't need to be surrounded by yes men because he's still in a lot of ways is a novice when it comes to actually uh, – acting within the confines of the constitution and he likes to just talk out loud and throw ideas against the wall and and so he needs somebody to be behind him to say okay well we can't do this and this is why uh trust this the constituents are going to like this better but at the same time he's going to need somebody who's also not going to be whispering in the ears of the media and openly working against him so uh, again everything he had uh, to fight against in the last uh Time he was in office it's going to be times 10 this go around so he needs to surround himself with a lot of very strong allies i think we can both agree on that
3: absolutely and then we as, as american citizens need to do a better job of supporting him and defending him and going on the attack we need to stop the apologetics for trump and you know i'm sorry i don't like what he said we need to get past that he's our tool and vehicle that we have uh to to put the country back on the right path uh, and get started fixing it, repairing it, healing, uh, improving again. And, you know, we need to get past this, this need that the media has made us feel to always apologize for. Him.
0: Yeah, yeah. the bottom line is is if you're waiting for the perfect person to come along to help fix things, you're going to be waiting a heck of a long time. Uh, Drew, thank you so much again for joining us. Uh, Real quick, please remind everybody where they can find your work. Uh, Feel free to share any websites that you want to as well, and as long as you're inviting people to follow you on social media, let them know the handles and the platforms they can find you at as well.
3: Well, sure. The book is called America's Last Stand. Will you vote to save or destroy America in 2024? And Amazon is the best place to get the book. And then I keep up a Substack, Drew Allen, A-L-L-E-N.substack.com. People can, can subscribe there. I usually pump out the stuff, I, the columns I write to get published before they get published, because I'm, I'm impatient. If they find out about it, they might make me stop. But anyway, they, they usually go there first and I communicate <laughs> with people. So those are the two ones. If you're on, if you're on Twitter or X, it's Drew Thomas Allen, but I appreciate the opportunity, Tim.
0: All right. Now, it's it's my honor. I'm glad to have you on board here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Godspeed to you, sir. Thanks, Tim. Same. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Drew Thomas Allen. I do highly recommend you check out. Uh, the book and uh, check out the substack if you got somebody who's writing over at substack or if they're over on locals or they're doing stuff like that you can usually find a lot of stuff that uh, they're not going to be so freely sharing uh, to the general public so you can get a lot of insider uh, type activity all right it's getting really close to time for the mid-hour break so before we do that i need really good news and that being friends over at Vanish Holster decided that they have extended their really, really awesome uh, holiday promotion uh, just a little bit longer. I'm not sure exactly how long they're going to be doing it. I'll let you know as soon as they let me know. But as of right now, they've extended that buy one, get one half off promotion. Now, maybe, maybe you're new to the show. Maybe you're just tuning in to K-Star Talk Radio for the first time and you didn't know what this is. Well, let me explain it to you. You can get one of their ultra comfortable holsters at a discount. You get that discount by going to www.vnsh.com/tapp. You use the backslash TAPP, it lets them know I sent you, but it also automatically activates you that discount. Then you get a second holster, should you want one, at half off that already low discounted price, which is perfect if you want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster in, then possibly give one to a friend, a family member, or maybe you just want to have a second one for yourself. Hey, that's your business, not mine. I promise you, you're going to love this holster more than any other one that you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own absolutely in the most comfortable fashion ever. It's so comfortable, you'll even forget you're wearing it. That's kind of why they call it the banish holster in the first place this revolutionary holster fits 99 percent of all semi-automatic handguns it works without a tactical belt it lets you carry in multiple positions and it also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines you know just in case you need to make a quick reload best of all you know all that and it's still not the best part the best part is that it comes with a money back guarantee so if you don't love it as much as i think you will you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy Don't know for sure, like I said, how long this one's going to keep going. It's a heck of a deal. Take advantage of it while you can because, as we know, criminals out there, they're more emboldened than ever. The threat of terrorism occurring on American soil is looming larger than it has in decades… Don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Now, you stay put, and we'll be back on the other side of this break.
1: You had the right. I have the right. We all have the second
4: amendment right. And that's the truth with Tim Tapp.
5: My fellow Americans, we are well aware of the negative media tragedy CNN Network is, but there may be another CNN potentially more dangerous than the broadcast network CNN. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's paper from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. The CNN that potentially poses a much greater impact on our republic are Christian negative ninnies who don't have a firm grip on the difference between good and evil, while often placing more condemnation against imperfect individuals doing good works than others hell-bent on literally destroying our republic. The most obvious example is how deeply many Christians hate President Trump and complain about him 90% of the time his name is mentioned While these same negative ninny Christians will often bend over backwards to pray for and avoid speaking against the open border, pro transgender for children, and horrible economic policies of Uncle Joe Biden, CNN Christians hate President Trump for pushing back hard against the globalist leftist cabal seeking to literally destroy him. What if God judges the CNN Christians as harshly as they judge Trump? I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, to find out where. Go to TheRonEdwards.com.
4: These stocks designed specifically for people who haven't started investing yet or don't know how to do it or haven't been trained how to do it or are worried about investing in the stock market that they've never done before. It's a robo-advisor system that really simplifies the investing process. The challenge we all have, is that as you work and you grow in your career, you have to put something aside for yourself when you retire, around 65 years old. And the idea of Beanstalks is to simplify that whole process. In other words, put aside 10% of your salary each week, maybe just $100, and let it go to work in the stock market for you. And what Beanstalk does is basically automate that process for you. Easy to set up. You can transfer directly to your bank account and it puts it into exchange-traded funds, which are baskets of many stocks, which gives you diversification. That's the whole key. The idea that you can have this done for you weekly or bi-monthly, but the most important thing is to start now and make it so that you are putting something aside for your own retirement. Beanstalks just makes it really simple to do.
5: Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional grounds the coffee you want in your cup. Introducing Einstock. Drink.
2: Conquer. Repeat. Einstock beer is a globally distributed, award-winning Icelandic craft beer. Einstock is created from the Icelandic water that flows from glaciers through lava fields and delivers some of the purest water on Earth. Knowing that beer is 95% water, we source the first and most vital ingredient from the local springs of a mountain that stands guard over the town of Akureyri, just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. Einstock beer is crafted with locally sourced ingredients, and the brewery runs from 100% renewable energy sources, geothermal, and hydropower. Einstock has become the number one craft beer and also the number one alcohol export from Iceland. Here in the United States, you can find nine-stock beer on the shelves at retail chains like ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, Bemmo, Cost Plus World Market, HEB in Texas, Kroger, Publix, Target, Total Wine, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods, just to name a few. So won't you raise a glass and drink, conquer, repeat?
1: It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money back guarantee and 10-year warranty.
0: Go to mypillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's mypillow.com with promo code TAPP. From all of us here at MyPillow,
2: thanks America.
0: You're listening to Tap into the Truth. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with us through that very brief break. I uh, do want to ask you guys a question, though. Have, have you been thinking any at all about using physical gold or silver as a way to diversify and protect your hard-earned wealth? Uh, if you have, I would highly recommend you call the company that I use, the folks that I trust, the premier conservative gold company, Harvard Gold Group. Uh, They're a better business bureau approved with five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy and easy to sell. They have a low price guarantee. They offer up to $15,000 worth of free promotional gold and silver with a qualifying purchase, of course. And all you really have to do right now is find out how and, and if it will even work for you. You do that by calling and getting their free investor's guide. You can do that right now while you're listening to the show, or you can wait till afterwards. It's up to you. You can uh, multitask. I have faith in you guys. But whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or just have gold in hand, all you have to do is call Harvard Gold Group right now at 844 977 that's 844 977 4653. Or you can give them a quick visit uh, online over at harvardgoldgroup.com. Either way, uh, just be sure to mention uh, promo code TAP, T A P P. Or if you make the call and ask you how you heard about them, uh, be sure to mention Tap into the Truth or Tap, or just say, "Hey, that Tim Tap guy." Just let them know I'm the one that sent you, and by doing that, that will automatically qualify you for an additional $250 worth of promotional gold and/or silver. With that qualifying purchase. And that's on top of anything else that you've got going on. So whatever promotions you're going, you've got a chance to get a little bit extra. So one more time, just give them a call. Harvard Gold Group, 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653 or harvardgoldgroup.com. Either one works great. Uh, Do we have our next guest ready, Doug? No, we have not connected yet. All right. Well, while we're doing that, I want to take a moment also to remind you about what's going on over at MyPillow. Now, you can just go to MyPillow.com. Just remember to use promo code TAP T-A-P-P, while that helps you out. Uh, or you actually can go to a page that's been built just for us. Uh, That would be mypillow.com backslash T-A-P-P going there uh, that will automatically activate the discount code, uh, the promo code there for you. And it will allow you to start shopping with some of the better deals currently being offered. Uh, And, of course, from there, you still can shop the rest of the site, see everything that's going. And I got to tell you, I'm really still digging uh, my my slippers Uh, These things are awesomely warm, and with the cold snap that we've had up here, the fact that I've been snowed in for the majority of this week, uh, I wasn't able to get out until Thursday, and then we had freezing rain come through last night, so uh, all of our melted snow that we had turned to ice. I couldn't even get all the way back into my driveway, and I don't have a big, long driveway, but I do have a bit of an incline, so... (laughs) i got just about a foot away from being able to get enough traction to get on up under my carport Uh, i just couldn't get there there was no no happening so my poor car is out there uh, exposed to the elements and i hate it but i'm all warm and uh, cushy and and cozy uh, largely uh, a result of these my slippers and uh the, my robe uh, from uh, from mypillow.com. So check it out, uh, they got all kinds of great, way more than just pillows if you haven't checked it out. And quite honestly, I have been seriously concerned ...about the way the media and the political class have been treating Mike Lindell. I mean, Mike Lindell's a guy who overcome a lot in his life. He was an addict. He turned his life around. He brought everything to a positive level, and then he built a company that provides thousands of American jobs. What else could you ask for from a man who literally got to the bottom and pulled himself up thanks to faith in God... And a few lucky breaks and a little bit of help. But then what did he do? He took a stand. He stood shoulder to shoulder with Donald Trump. He made every effort to help stop the steal. And for that, the left has been trying desperately to destroy him. Now, it doesn't seem fair to most people. certainly doesn't seem fair to me. No matter how you feel about Donald Trump. Uh, like him, love him, hate him, whatever. If you're listening to the show and you do so on the regular, then I'm pretty sure that you agree with me when I say that that's no reason to destroy a man's livelihood and certainly no reason to destroy jobs for other Americans. Just uh, it, It's the political short-sightedness that we get. And I just, I just don't like it. And, and right now I'm multitasking in case you can't tell. I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm from a time uh, where if I'm trying to email and trying to talk to you, I get a little distracted. But uh, I'm just sending a quick message as we seem to be having trouble connecting to our guest. And I certainly don't want to miss out on uh, this conversation but uh, I'm just shooting a quick email uh, to Drew, actually, of all people, because Drew, uh, he also works as a publicist as well as an author, and he's an activist for the conservative cause, and uh, he helped to get uh, the pastor scheduled with us uh, today, and I definitely want to talk to, to Pastor Scarlet about uh, the uh, – his glory TV network I, I think that's a, a phenomenal thing that they've got going on and I'm hopeful that we'll be able to get uh, together so uh, we'll see if he gets that email and he'll shoot back we'll we'll go from there but anyway I do highly recommend checking out everything over at my pillows and uh, you know just look around they got all kinds of great stuff you can get stuff for your pets now I mean seriously So mypillow.com backslash T-A-P-P, and uh, then that promo code is automatically there for you, and you still get access to the full site. You're not being sidetracked or anything. It just saves you a little time if you want to help support the show while you go get some of the items that are going to be really super cool. All right. Well, at this point, I suppose I'm just going to have to forget about stalling. And jump up into a topic, and then uh, I'll kind of try to keep an eye out in case Drew uh, gets back in touch with me, and we'll see what happens. But we may have just missed out on uh, Pastor Scarlet tonight, and if that's the case, we'll uh, we'll try to get him back on because I definitely want to talk to him about this uh, docu series that they've got going as well, because you know we are literally uh, seeing the wheels fall off of the January sixth narrative. The truth is slowly and unfortunately way too slowly coming out, and the left is getting more and more desperate to try and hide that truth. They don't want you knowing that there were police officers and agents that literally perjured themselves in court in an effort to try and uh, put certain people in jail, certain activists. They did this. Because they want to silence the conservative movement, they're very concerned. Okay, all right, and then that's fine, Doug. Uh, I'm not gotten a response back from Drew yet either. Normally, if we can't connect, uh, we'd contact Drew, but. Uh, like I said, we're, we'll just move on and we'll try to reschedule, and if he does get back in touch with me, if there's any time left, I'll – we might try one more time, but I'll let you know if that's the case. Anyway, they're afraid. We we saw them at uh, the Davos gathering where they literally were talking about how much they feared Donald Trump. Of course, they didn't put it in words that, oh, we're afraid of him, but it's pretty obvious they are. It could be a problem. And you've even heard some uh, rather consistent voices on the left coming out and telling the left to, to grow up and, and stop trying to conflate everybody who's ever supported Donald Trump as being part of MAGA and part of the problem. Uh, if we can't get civil with one another again, uh, it's just no good will come of it. Well, I'm glad they're making that message now, but where was that message at, I don't know, a decade ago? Two decades ago, when this issue of lack of civility first started rising, now they were all about encouraging it then. In fact, there's a lot of these folks, especially in academia and some folks that currently hold office that happen to have a D at the end of their name, that are all about the lack of civility. They don't want civility because if they can bully you out of the arena of ideas, they don't have to compete. If they can bully you out of speaking your mind and speaking up for yourself and for your neighbors and for the country as a whole, then they don't have to to justify themselves. They don't have to make the case. They just continue to run rubshot over us, and it doesn't matter if you're talking about the threat of a Donald Trump return to the White House or if you're talking about – Governor Abbott in Texas telling the federal government to go pound sand when it comes to relinquishing control over a park. At the end of the day, liberty is making a comeback. Now, some people are going to be real quick to say that's just populist. Well, you know, last time I checked, Democrats really liked populist because they're the ones that keep whining about little things like the electoral college. They keep talking about how it's a democracy. They keep talking about how every vote counts. So they seem to be promoting a very populist message. The problem is, right now, the population is finally starting to catch on to their game. The populist movement is now coming for them. The pitchforks and the torches are about to be brought out in full display. The mainstream media is desperately trying to hide information from you now, like if you're anywhere in the States, how much have you heard about the farmers in France uh, storming the castle, if you will, fighting back against the idea of, in the name of climate change, giving up every tool they have in the arsenal to actually grow crops. How much have you heard reported about the two U.S. Navy SEALs that are m- currently missing as a result of re- elevated tensions in the Red Sea? Not a big thing that they're talking a whole lot about because these are the things that would just raise the ire of the American people that much more. I've talked about it with Randy uh, Noble several times on here. They stopped reporting about the protests in Iran. Because they know that if the truth gets out the fullness of the truth, uh, the struggle for liberty in places where if we just gave them a nudge and just a little bit of emotional support, that it would completely rewrite the current course that the Middle East is on. Oh no, we can't do that. Speaking of the Middle East, another reason why Donald Trump can't be returned to the White House in these people's mind, because the Abraham Accords might get right back on track. Donald Trump proved through the Abraham Accords that peace in the Middle East, or Arab nations having peaceful relations with Israel, does not depend on how the Palestinians are being treated. It doesn't have to have a solution. Because at the end of the day, the only solution the Palestinians really need is to start choosing leaders that aren't terrorists, individuals that aren't dedicated to the proposition that they have to destroy Israel, that they have to kill not just the Jews in Israel and certainly not the uh, Arab Israelis, but uh, all the Jews everywhere around the world, and then go after well, America, because America's next in the eyes of. Folks like Hamas and Hezbollah and the other little terrorist organizations that are operating out there, Houthis included. The American people are starting – people that typically in the past have stood up and voted Democrat are starting to ask the questions of why their neighborhoods are being so strongly affected by the arrival of a few thousand illegal migrants, they're starting to see the unreasonable expectations that they have put on border cities and in border towns for decades, uh, places where they get hundreds of thousands daily during some points during the Biden administration… It's unrealistic to sit back and not expect the Democratic voters to finally say they've had enough. Joe Biden is not the guy. And unfortunately, the other people they've got waiting in the wings are looking to push and promote the exact same type of policies because most of these policies were never Joe Biden's in the first place. They're the policies of his handlers. They're the policies of Obama on steroids because when Obama was in office he was still trying to play that game of incrementalism He had to be careful during the first term, and then he could go full out, but he still didn't want to look like he was a full-blown traitor to the country. They could do that with Joe Biden because they know the man's not there enough to even take the blame. If he was to be removed from office right now and was forced to stand trial for treason against this country, he's going to be let off the hook on the grounds that he's not mentally competent to stand trial and if you think for a second i'm even kidding about that this isn't meant to be a insult or a diss it is simply an acknowledgement of the current reality that's why they got behind joe he seems like a harmless old man and as long as they can you know keep him in his lane and keep him hopped up on the right drug cocktail long enough when he's supposed to give a speech then maybe they can get by with stuff but heaven help us If there comes an actual debate, and at this point, when are we going to expect a debate again? I mean seriously, when are we? Uh, Donald Trump has refused to go to any debates. That's one of my criticisms of uh, Donald this go around. Uh, Smart politics maybe, but there are things going on that the American people have a right to hear from him about. In fact, uh, there was a piece that uh, was over. At The Blaze just a couple of days ago, written by Daniel Horowitz, where he asked six questions that Donald Trump should answer, and uh, they seem reasonable to me. I'll share the questions. I won't go down the whole thing. If you want to look it up, you can go on over to theblades.com, and you can find it. It was from the 17th. But how will Congress change? How will Trump's personnel change? How will Trump ensure a MAGA vice presidential nominee? How can Trump ensure victory in November, especially since you know he knew cheating was coming in the last go-round and he still wasn't able to do it? What's new? What's different? That's that's the question. How can Trump build a winning campaign? And uh, the sixth one was how can Trump deliver a reckoning for COVID and what he referred to as the kill shots? Because now it's been made pretty clear that the COVID shots have done more harm uh, than good. Of course, there's still a lot of folks that don't want to acknowledge that, don't want to believe that. And, And sorry if that's the case, if you fall into that category, but if you've got your eyes closed, I can't help you. All of this is going on. All these moving parts and pieces are legit, so Trump refuses to, to debate, so he doesn't get a chance to answer those questions. He hasn't addressed those questions in any of his rallies or any of his counter-programming. Now Nikki Haley's decided that she's not going to to debate Ron DeSantis because she thinks it's her poor performances in the debates that actually cost her the Iowa caucus. She thinks she legitimately thinks that the momentum was there that she was going to to come in second, and that by finishing second there and maybe. Just going ahead and ousting DeSantis at that point, that that would give her enough support to have a realistic chance of winning New Hampshire outright, which I still kind of doubt. Right now, the polling numbers look about the same as Iowa did. Now, again, there's a reason why we do the votes, why we have the elections, why we do the caucuses, why we do the primary voting. We don't just let AI to decide it. We don't let let polls decide it, and we sure as heck don't let the mainstream legacy media decide it. But regardless of how you approach this upcoming time, we know for a fact that Joe Biden will not debate Donald Trump, not this go-round. In fact, I doubt seriously he'll debate anybody, but they'll use the MAGA insurrectionist excuse, I'm not going to platform him. They've already told us this. And now that this zero debate precedent has been set, this is going to be politics moving forward. In fact, we've been told by Mr. Kloss of the World Economic Forum… That uh, point blank, he just flat out doesn't want to discuss uh, elections anymore. They'll just let AI decide. All right. It's just so irritating. It's difficult to imagine a situation that's any worse. We'll have to try to work together together. You know, you, me, Doug, Ron, Annie, all you guys, we're going to have to try to work together. We're going to have to put aside whatever few disagreements we have, and we're going to have to, you know, apply a little elbow grease. Get back to the hard work of saving this republic, of reminding the American people of exactly what – A constitutionally federated republic looks like and why we have that instead of a democracy, why we have that instead of a banana republic, why we have that instead of a police state, why we have that instead of socialism, communism, uh, whatever kind of dictatorship that you want to throw out there, why we don't have a theocracy. We have a constitutionally federated republic, and I've had p- people ask me, why do you keep talking about federated? Because the idea, the concept of federalization gives us that respect to the states, the respect that the federal government is limited in its power and authority. The federal government has got a bare minimum number of things to do, and they just go do it, and that's the end of it. The idea that the founders and framers had initially for the federal government is that an average person living in Nebraska could go about living their entire life and possibly never have to deal with the federal government other than to make sure that they had paid their taxes. In fact, actually, the founders and framers didn't care much about the idea of taxation. Or a Federal uh, Reserve. Uh, A lot of interesting reading if you want to take the time to go back and read the Federalist Papers and the Anti Federalist Papers. uh, And then all the extra work around that. Anyway, let's go ahead and reset the second hour. You guys don't go anywhere. I'll be back on the other side. You're listening to Tap into the Truth.
2: Somewhere I know I'll find you somehow And somehow I'll reach
0: This is Tim Tap, host of Tapping to the Truth that you can hear every Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on the K-Star Talk Radio Network, Liberty Talk FM, ZMA Radio, and the Vera Network.
1: Hello America, this is Kim Crow with Conservative Daily briefing and you are listening to Tim Tap tap into the truth.
0: ladies and gentlemen sorry about that little bit of a delay there i actually just got off the phone with aj and uh uh, we're having an issue with the guest evidently we had the wrong number and it's something else so again uh, obviously a technical snafu and apologies to everybody involved Uh, meanwhile uh, we've got ken crow joining us here momentarily but before we do that uh, you know, I do have to talk to you one more time about our friends over at Uh The reason why, of course, being that uh, I want to make sure that you're prepared for when things go sideways, not if, but when. And if you are, if you're prepped up and you've got all the preparedness items that you need that, uh, you know, to, to get you through those tough times – well, then now's the time to start thinking about the other people in your life that you care about that you want to make sure that they're good to go to. And also, importantly, for a lot of us, that they don't come knocking on your door when they run out of stuff. And, you know, make sure that they're visiting forpatriots.com. So, whether or not you're concerned about having to spend a lot of time without electricity or without food, uh, they've got you covered that and a whole lot more. Uh, That's why I keep sending you guys over to 4patriots.com. One of the uh, specialty items that they have that's just blowing off the shelves right now is their Patriot Power Generator 2000X. It is a big solar generator. It's got all kinds of power. And you can use solar power to keep it going, to, to charge it back up to full capacity. You can use it to keep your lights on, your TV going, medical equipment operational to run your refrigerator. And it's expandable. Plus, you've got a free solar panel that comes with it. Or maybe you're good there or you're not overly concerned about it. Maybe you have generators, you're covered, but you want to make sure that you have food. Well, then you can pick up some of Four Patriots' best-selling survival food kits. They're delicious tasting. They're designed to last up to 25 years, and they even have kits with real meat. If the power's out and you don't have a generator, then uh, no worries again. Just boil some water over a fire, simmer and serve. You'll enjoy a hot meal, and you'll stay safe in a crisis. So uh, here's the thing. I had the folks over at Four Patriots. Set up a page just for you guys, listeners of Tap to the Truth. You can go to the number four, Patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. You go there, and they will start you right out with this week's discounts and deals before they go away. So again, go to forpatriot.com backslash T-A-P-P. Uh, save more money and get peace of mind by going there. Get yourself covered. All right. Now, with that having been said, I think it's time that we bring on today's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, Uh, a great American patriot, a conservative par excellence, the purveyor of crow's nest politics. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again, Mr. Ken Crow. Ken, um, I, I regaled the listeners a little while ago. With the stories of being snowed in, we got nine inches here, uh, and for Tennessee, that's a big freaking deal. Uh, we got freezing rain last <laughs> night that uh, stayed frozen over, and I almost glad I live uh,
1: further south.
0: Yeah, I, I almost feel silly uh, even mentioning it because now you're living out there in Iowa, and I know you're you're sitting there laughing, thinking that's all you got, and you're whining about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we we have about two feet in my driveway right now, but uh, I do feel your pain. Uh, my son told me last night they had to shut down I-40 running by your house for quite a while, and they had traffic backed up forever because you guys had black ice on top of the snow. <laughs> so... Be safe
0: down there, my friend. That's dangerous stuff. Yeah, I, uh, I've i made a point of uh, staying home and taking full advantage of my four Patriots survival gear. Uh, it's been uh, <laughs> good to have it handy. All right. Um, there you obviously, go. You, 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 wrote, you wrote a new piece today that's up at uh, Crow's Nest Politics, and I want to talk about that in the second part of the hour. <clears throat> because I want to set up uh, your concerns a little bit more and some of my concerns too, by starting off talking about um, our concerns, talking about what happened in Iowa for the caucuses, and then of course expectations of what New Hampshire is going to look like. So uh, let's let's start with the the caucus. Um, first and foremost, did you get out and uh, caucus yourself, Ken?
1: Yes, I did, and I'll, I'll be candid with you. I was asked by a friend of mine that works for uh, Never Back Down Pack for uh, Ron DeSantis. I said, we don't have anybody in Guthrie County. Did you go caucus? And I did, and amazingly enough, our Attorney General was there, Brenna Bird. She was the one that actually counted the votes. I was shocked. I was sitting about... Five feet in front of her at the table and uh, watched her count the votes. But I knew going in that he was going to be crushed at our site as well as statewide. Um, What what happened in Iowa was basically this, but I I want to preface with saying uh, the other night at the caucuses, the chill factor was minus 30. And the temperature was seven below zero with a minus 30 chill factor. And yet, 125,000 brave islands still got out. So my hat's off to them because it truly was brutal conditions. Um, yeah. The wind blowing and, and it was fresh snowfall. And yeah, it was pretty tough. Um, but what happened uh, did- the other night, basically... And you're going to see this in New Hampshire, and you're going to see it in South Carolina. Donald Trump is the billy club that Americans are using to hammer the government. Our government is so disliked, and Washington, D.C., is so reviled. And, and I talked to a lot of Trump supporters about this. And and I feel pretty much the same way. The only reason I caucused for DeSantis was because my friend had asked me to. And I don't have a problem with DeSantis, but, I mean, I knew he, he's not my first choice. But um, Donald Trump's the billy club, Tim, and that's what the American people are doing. They're revolting against the government. And he's on the front line saying, I'm going to drain the swamp. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Uh, dismantle, you know, various agencies and what have you. And the American people are going, right on, brother, do it. We'll support you. And uh, now, do I think he can win the general? Actually, I, it all depends on that verdict in mar lago If that comes back, yes, he loses. He's done. In fact, I don't even think the Republican Party will get him the nomination at that point. Because he will be guilty of felonies, but that's just my take. Okay, doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. But that's what I truly believe. But if he can get past the Marlago trial, it's going to be rough for the Democrat Party.
0: Well, you know, it is one of those things, though. I and like I said, I want to get more into to that aspect of the conversation in the uh, second part of the hour, but. As we look at what happened there, too, I mean, we talked about how brutal the conditions were. And I think that's a testament to how strongly Iowans felt that they wanted to have their voices heard. And I think once it was all said and done, very uncharacteristically, uh, the polls seemed to be absolutely dead on, spot on. It looked like. Uh, The numbers came out pretty much the way they were expected to. Uh, Of course, there were a few folks that were speculating that uh, Nikki Haley had gained some momentum and had a real chance of coming in second place. But then it kind of ended up maybe being a little closer between DeSantis and Haley for that second place slot than some of us expected, but not really by a lot. And it still played out, I think, the way most people expected. Um, Was there anything that you took away from the results there that uh, really uh, helps you to feel more positive about the direction we're going and uh, the direction that the Trump camp is going in in particular, whether it's a reaction of some of the folks that stepped out of the race or some of the uh, efforts to consolidate, uh, or do you, like a lot of folks, feel like we should basically just uh, go ahead, circle the wagons, and make uh, Trump the uh, the heir apparent and just move on, treating him like he's uh, an incumbent, which in a lot of ways he kind of sort of is.
1: Well, and you're 100% spot on, Tim, on that. It, there is nobody that's going to defeat him in this primary process. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, he's going to nail... New Hampshire by somewhere between 15 to 20 points. And you can bank that. He's going to win by 15 to 20 points. He's going to defeat Nikki Haley in her own state where she was governor for two terms and where everybody loved her. So now you got to ask yourself, why? Why is Trump? Here's a guy that's got 91 charges against him. Been divorced multiple times in this Christian nation. Uh, six bankruptcies. I mean, just on and on it goes, okay? A, a failed charity, a failed college, you know, Trump University and all that. Uh, why is this guy dominating this race so heavily? Why did he dominate 16? How did he win that one? And you got to ask yourself why. And it's very simple. I said it back in 15 and 16. America wants John Wayne. Donald Trump is an alpha. DeSantis is preaching virtually the same stuff Trump is. Why isn't he doing better? He's preaching, I'm going to secure the borders. Matter of fact, I'm going to send the military down to secure the borders. I'm going to send the U.S. Army in. I'm going to send in Abrams' tanks, and we're going to stop this right now. He's preaching that he's preaching. We're going to stop the fentanyl. We're going to bounce ba- I balanced Florida's budget, paid it down, paid down 25 percent of their debt. So the guy's got a great track record. Now, why isn't he at least giving and challenging Donald Trump? And I'll tell you why. Believe it or not. As simplistic and as stupid as this is, this is my take, Donald Trump is an alpha personality. He is the alpha wolf of the pack. Ron DeSantis isn't. Ron DeSantis Mm -hmm. says the same stuff, preaches the same rhetoric, but he does it in a very legalistic, attorney-like fashion, and he comes across as... I don't mean this derogatorily, I just can't think of a better word, a wimpier version of Donald Trump. And America wants strength. They want strength to tackle the world. They want strength to clean this up in Washington, D.C., and they're demanding it. And that's why with all of Trump's failures in any other time in our history, there is no way Donald Trump would win one state, let alone the nomination. I mean, can you imagine Donald Trump going up against JFK and Richard Nixon? No. <laughs> the American people would have never tolerated it. They would have never tolerated the ego and the and the garrisoness and the and the and everything that goes with Trump. The drama. They would have never put up with it. But they're putting up with it now because they're launching a revolution against the government, only it's a bloodless revolution. And they're wanting Trump to go take it down. And that's what's
0: going on. It does, it does seem like In the American opinion. people have gotten tired of the establishment folks and the uh, the elites uh, sending us uh, double birds left and right. And uh, we've decided to start uh, flipping a few birds back their way and Donald Trump does make for a very effective messenger for that. Uh, he is a threat in so much as he can't be bought and he can't be bullied. And a lot of these folks, they that's what they traffic in. They traffic in bullying and silencing their opponents so that it seems like they're the only uh, folks that are – Around, you know, they they use the media to pretend like nobody thinks any differently. They create these echo chambers, and uh, the average American realizes that, you know, that that's just not how I think. Even if everyone else in the world feels differently, I don't feel like that. I can't get behind it. I can't support it. Uh, you're right, of course, about uh, all of the brass uh, ego and attitude of Donald Trump. Uh, if we were to go back. A couple of decades or further but at the same time i don't know how many of the american electorate would be aware of any of that if we went back then because a lot of this has been exacerbated by the fixation of this media that no longer pretends to be a fair arbiter or a uh, guardian of truth uh, they've clearly picked a side and uh, We also don't have social media, which is a big part of the reason why we do know exactly uh, how Donald Trump uh, is and uh, uh, all the statements he's not afraid to do. Uh, Rally coverage was always different then. So uh, again, though, even that far back, I I don't know that Donald Trump would have felt the need to be as brash and hardcore as he has to be now. So uh, I I think it's great points, but at the same time it's clear that this is a time for Donald Trump. Uh, he is the guy for this time because this is what we need in order to have a bloodless revolution. Uh, otherwise, uh, without him, without that effort to still win at the ballot box, uh, we might not have had a different choice. And so for that much, I'm grateful for. Uh, you're right uh, about uh, DeSantis. It seems like a more polished career politician version of what Trump offers. It's like, yeah, I can be tough at times, but I'm still just a career politician, and people have a natural disdain. Uh, Conservatives don't typically like that kind of feel. Uh, I think we're mostly in agreement at this point that professional politicians, that class, is a big part of why we don't it's
1: definitely a drawback, Tim. And, you know, and I've said this, in fact, I said this the other day at the offices, which brings up another subject I need to tell you about in a minute. But I went by the never back down offices in, uh, Des Moines and wow, what an operation they had going on. I'll tell you about it shortly, but I told the lady I said that was running the office. I'm not going to mention any names, but I visited with her. She was the state director for Iowa for Never Back Down Pack. And I said, you know, DeSantis is going to lose tonight. She said, I know. <laughs>
3: and
1: I said, you guys have done a miraculous job. I mean, you have done a stellar operation. And they did. And they spent, I've heard, $30 million. I've heard $50 million. I have heard 30000000 i have heard 50000000 i do not know how much they actually spent in Iowa, but it was a lot of money. And (laughs) the, excuse me, the the bottom line was, I said, you know, had he waited until 2028 and supported Trump this round and not done what he did by jumping into this race, he would have been a shoe-in for the nomination. She said, I know. And what happened was this. It turns out, I asked her, I said, who started Never Back Down and who's behind it? And she said, Ken Cuccinelli. Now, I don't know if that name rings a bell with you, but he was a powerhouse four and eight years ago. He was former attorney general of Virginia. And I want to say he became governor for a term, but I could be wrong about that. But he is a power broker, in and around Arlington and Washington, D.C., and he raised an enormous amount of money, all in an effort to take down Trump. And he went to DeSantis and said, hey, look, you can do this. We're going to back you. We're going to pour these hundreds of millions behind you that I've raised for this for this operation from anti-Trump or billionaires and what have you. And he did. He He's... I mean, this guy raised like $350 million for this political action committee. And I asked her, I said, how long is you guys going to back him? Because he's going to lose Iowa. He's going to get clobbered in New Hampshire. And he's going to come in third in South Carolina. And then after that, you've got Super Tuesday." With a dozen states, you've got to start setting up in. That's on March 5th, and she said we're in till the end. We're with him till the end. So I don't know how far he's going to go. I don't know how well their fundraising is doing now since he got beat, but it's probably dropped off since everybody knows never back downs behind DeSantis, uh, and I. I know for a fact his fundraising for his campaign has dropped off significantly. And uh, how long Haley's going to remain in is anybody's guess. But she's going to be running out of money shortly, too, because she keeps getting beat. So how long these contenders stay, Tim, is anybody's guess. But I can't believe it'll be that much longer.
0: All right. We're getting really close to time to have to take the uh, mid-hour break, oh. but I do have one more question that I want to ask you before we switch sure. over. we we'll just have to keep it real concise, Ken, and that sure. is uh, simply this. Is uh, In this unprecedented type of election where so many people are gunning for Trump, and there's so many reasons why he – could possibly end up not getting the nomination no matter how many delegates he wins. And we'll get into that in the second part of the hour. But is this not a strong motivational force to try to fight and be and finish in second place because second place may end up being plan B or do you think it's still just a better idea for the folks to make that determination at the convention and given how the campaigns have gone for both DeSantis and Haley... Uh, that neither one of them deserves to be Plan B. Uh, Just real quick, less than a minute.
1: Well, if Trump goes to the convention in August with no convictions on his record, and I'm not talking about the civil lawsuits in New York with the real estate or the supposed rape case and all that, I'm talking about hardcore Department of Justice stuff which is the mar lago trial uh, if he goes and he's clean he's got it hands down if he goes to the convention with a criminal conviction on his record it's going to be Katie bar the door and there's going to be a war between the Trump supporters and anybody else
0: All right, well, and that's, again, my, and that's what, my answer what about it's the-
1: going to be a war
0: Do you think that uh, DeSantis or Haley at this point, who clearly seem to be uh, two and three, uh, do either of them deserve to be Plan B?
1: Well, yeah, if they've hung in that long, and let's say Trump's got 1,400 delegates, needs 1,700, DeSantis has uh, 350 delegates, Haley's got 346 delegates, yeah, You're you're going to see a catfight if Trump has a conviction on his record. And, yeah, I do think one of those should be the ultimate selection. They hung in. They went through the primary process. They worked their butts off. I'm not a big fan of either one of them, but I'll support the nominee over the Democrats.
0: All right, Ken. uh, We'll uh, put a pin in it right there. Uh, Stay with us. We'll uh, pick it back up on the other side of the break. Uh, Before we uh, do that mid-hour break, though, I do want to give you guys some good news, and that is the fact that our friends over at Vanish Holster has decided to extend their really incredible holiday promotion, the uh, Buy One get one half price. Now that is a great deal because you can buy one of their ultra comfortable holsters at a discount price to begin with and then get that second one not 50% off the original price, but 50% off that discounted price. Perfect if you want to own and I would imagine use uh, the world's most comfortable holster and then give one to a friend or a family member or, you know, maybe just keep one for yourself. That That's your business. No judgment here. Uh, regardless, I promise you that you'll love this holster more than any other one you own because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable. In fact, you'll forget you're wearing it. That's part of why they call it the Vanish Holster in the first place. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions, and it also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines. And best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it as much as I think you will, you'll get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. So, you know, a pretty good deal there, too. I did say that this is an extension, right? That means probably going to end soon. Let's be real. What's going on out there? Criminals are more emboldened than ever, and the real threat of terrorism on American soil is looming larger than it has in decades. You know uh, let's go, Brandon. Right. Don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. You want to use the backslash T-A-P-P because that's what automatically activates that discount that we talked about for the first one. And from there, you can take full advantage of getting that second one for half off. Nobody says you have to, though. Just take advantage of the discount. Anyway, you do that and then you can get the holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. That's www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Tim Tapp, host of Tap into the Truth. Don't take my definite. Don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort and, most importantly, Use your brain
5: First, no country on earth is free, not one. Next, which country has the most people in prison, many of whom are political prisoners, like the J6ers? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's Space from the Average Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, which country has the most laws? The United States. So when people talk about the land of the free, what they are actually saying is, we built a society based on the illusion of freedom. Of course, there is no freedom, Because absolute freedom leads to anarchy. So I'm not advocating absolute freedom. Look at Russia. All Russians respect their nation, their flag, etc. You can be Christian. You can be Muslim in Russia. But they all identify as Russians. And when they are attacked externally, they unify. Americans don't have that. Half the American people hate our flag and our republic. They've turned the different people against one another, such as females against men. Nothing unifies Americans but the illusion of freedom. So when you have the most laws on earth with the illusion of freedom, the government encourages people to do insignificant things but tries to inhibit them from doing important things, like raising your children correctly. We need liberty or freedom with responsibility. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern. To find out where, go to theronedwards.com. Second Skull is a protective headgear company with a patented line of impact
2: reducing products. At Second Skull, we focus on head protection as our only priority so that we can be the absolute best at it. With an estimated 2.8 million Americans sustaining a traumatic brain injury each year, there have been recent declines in athletic participation levels. We believe that concerns and fears of head injuries are factors contributing to these declines in activity levels. Second Skull has protection for every sport and for every athlete. Our product line of thin, lightweight, breathable, and practical solutions are each tested in independent and accredited laboratories.
5: These products are patented and proven. Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less ascetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to Coffeecrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a, a 10% discount. Remember
4: so, Boone's
3: Bourbon is a high proof, cash strength bourbon at 117 proof. We are 75 corn, 21 rye, 4 barley, and at our price point, we're beating the competition at $40 in the retail stores. Boone's Bourbon is a family owned business out of Charleston, South Carolina, with my father, Mick Boone.
5: Cheers, and we hope to see you soon. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride t shirt. They say I got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do?
5: I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yeah, I hear you.
4: I'm Andrew Kravchut, CEO of RedBalloon.Work. America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at redballoon.work. I'm Andrew Krabbsch- Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabbschets from redballoon.work. Check us out today.
0: You're listening to Tap Into the Truth. This is Matt Fitzgibbons.
5: This is Amy Hollum.
0: This is Az. Sharing the night together, oh, yeah. Sharing the night together,
2: oh, yeah.
0: Sharing. The night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are indeed sharing Friday night together. Thank you so much for being here. As we. Now, slide into the very last segment of tonight's Friday Night Live show. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. And uh, before we pick back up with Ken, I do need to ask you, have you been thinking about using physical gold or silver to help diversify your portfolio, an effort to protect your hard-earned wealth, uh, give you a hedge against inflation? If your answer is yes, then I highly recommend you give a call to the company that I trust. Uh, company that is, in fact, the premier conservative gold company. I'm talking about the Harvard Gold Group. They're better business bureau approved with five star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy, easy to sell with a low price guarantee and up to $15,000 worth of free promotional gold and silver with a qualifying purchase. It'd be worth it to give them a call just to find out what that uh, takes to qualify. Then all you have to do is call for their. Free retirement investors' guide. All right, so what, what do you got to lose? Nothing. Whether you want to protect your uh, retirement accounts or if you just want to have gold in hand, call Harvard Gold Group right now at 844 977 Gold. That's 844 977 4653. Or you can give them a visit over at harvardgoldgroup.com. Just be sure to use promo code TAP, TAPP. T-A-P-P or if you do call uh and they come when it comes time that they ask you how you heard about them make sure you mention tap into the truth or uh tip, zap or just say tap t a p p all that will work it and uh, they'll know exactly who you're talking about and best of all it will is automatically qualify you for an additional $250 in free promotional gold and or silver on top of any other promotions you're taking advantage of that does still of course require a qualifying purchase but uh you know if you're going to invest anyway why not take full advantage of all the freebies right 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 okay so again that number is 844-977-GOLD 844-977-4653 or just give them a quick visit over at harvardgoldgroup.com now, let's get back into the action. Ladies and gentlemen, I have with us friend of the show, the purveyor of crow's nest politics, and a man who has been in the thick of the battle for conservative values for a while. Welcome back, Mr. Ken Crow. Ken, before we get to our next topic of discussion, please let everybody know where they can find your work, and uh, – you know, share any websites you'd like to, and uh, if you're inviting anybody to follow you on social media, feel free to throw out those handles and platforms as well.
1: <laughs> well, thank you, Tim. Doggone uh, oh, a free commercial. Okay, Twitter slash X—I don't know what to call it anymore. It's at KWR Kilo Whiskey Romeo Crow C R O W at KWR Crow, lowercase. And Facebook, I'm on there. I'm the guy wearing the black cowboy hat. And crowsnestpolitics.org. And that's about it.
0: All right. Well, I'm that's not certainly on uh, all
1: the other 1,232 social media platforms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the way it uh, plays out is uh, that's plenty for most folks. Uh, I do have myself stretched out over uh, about a dozen platforms, it feels like. I know it's only probably about half a dozen, but it it feels like a dozen. And unfortunately, you don't really feel like you're accomplishing much if you're trying to divide your time. You can share a bunch of stuff, but you can't really get that social engagement. It it does make me miss the days of uh, Tea Party Community, uh, a now defunct uh, social media platform that – You were heavily involved with at one time uh, many moons ago, and uh, it it had a fantastic era. I I really hated that it went away, but, you know, you just got to try and pick your lane and figure out where you're going to have the most impact. And I think sometimes we forget that the whole point of social media is to be social, and if you're over at X, formerly Twitter, um, there's just such a mean feel to the location and it doesn't matter who's on your list or not so many folks are just they're trying to get those one-liners and hit those quibs and it's like guys have we actually thought about a conversation that's all i'm wondering Uh, clearly we we're not allowed to have those anymore (laughs) again no no um, so we were talking about uh if desantis or Haley deserve to be plan b um, I think it's important that we have a plan B. Uh, I also think that it's probably way more important this year, maybe in the history of presidential politics, who the eventual nominee, whoever it is, happens to choose to be their vice president, uh, under the presumption and uh, that that ends up being Donald Trump, because as you said, unless the left gets their way and and manages to pull some shenanigans, uh, Donald Trump will undoubtedly get the votes and therefore get the delegates to be the nominee, which would happen in a majority of occasions. Um, Who do you think would be a, a good choice to be that vice presidential pick? Who would you like to see Donald Trump choose?
1: Well, who I would like to see him choose and who he will choose is probably three or four different things, but uh, I would like to see him choose a very solid conservative but not flaming conservative, if that makes sense. Like, uh, I don't want Carrie Lake, for instance. She's too toxic to the moderates and the blue dog Democrats, which the Republicans are going to need to win the general election. If you put up a Marjorie Taylor Greene, for instance, who she's obviously campaigning for that slot, um, I don't think Carrie Lake is. I think she wants the Arizona Senate seat. Uh, Christy Nome from South Dakota. And the reason I keep mentioning women is because Donald Trump said he's leaning heavily toward selecting a woman to be his running mate, uh, which his good political sense, but he's got to pick the right one. If he picks one that's really highly volatile and highly controversial, I don't think it helps him at all, to be honest with you. Matter of fact, I think it would hurt him if he selected Marjorie Taylor Greene. and be like, oh my God, I hope he doesn't do that. Um, Vivek, Vivek is, he again is on the same page as Donald in messaging and um, uh, campaigning. He was campaigning along the same lines: secure the border, send in the troops, get rid of woke, defund the Department of Education, and all that. He was right along the same the same framework as President Trump. Uh, he would be a good selection because he would undoubtedly pick up a good portion of the minority vote. He's extremely, I don't know if you've ever heard him speak, but I've never heard a more articulate and intelligent, uh, orator in my life. Somebody gives speeches. He is incredibly intelligent and he breaks things down where it's easily understood and why he wants to do what he wants to do. And the guy is a ball of energy. He's just, I mean, he's, he's a stop motion and he's extremely popular. He wasn't going to win the primary because of his fate, to be honest with you. He's Hindu and there's no way he's going to pick up those Southern states. But in a general with Trump on the top of the ticket and him on the bottom of the ticket, now he becomes an asset in my opinion. Um, He'll peel off. He'll peel. He was very attractive to young voters. So I guess they call them Gen Z voters, the young, the 22-year-olds. He's very, very popular among that demographic. And, uh... Yeah. I think he would be an asset. I think he would be a tremendous asset if Trump put him on the ticket.
0: Well, those are some interesting choices. I, I keep hearing Christy Nome pop on a lot of people's lists, uh, basically because she is a solid conservative, but she also is somebody that's not going to be, uh, as you put it, toxic to turn off the uh, suburban ladies, which is presumably the folks that he's trying to court back into the campaign. Uh, to be willing to support and uh, vote for uh, a Donald Trump presidency. Uh, as we look at that, though, I, I really can't help but feel like you you have this situation where you want somebody that can be aggressive and take on the media the way Trump does so that you can be kind of uh, fighting back on two fronts. You don't want a, t- a timid individual, but you do run the risk no matter uh, – who you choose that if they take that tact that again those folks you're hoping to to woo back into supporting you are going to be turned off by it uh it's just i think it's a tough spot but i think at this point again with all the other things going on not just the legal woes but the fact that you know the report surfaced that there was a plan put in place for a military coup if trump was reelected. uh the current Elevation of violence uh, to the point that an assassination attempt is certainly within the realm of possibility, Uh, and any time there's an attempt, there's always the possibility of success, and even though you would never guess it from watching him, Trump is kind of an older gentleman at this point, so uh, all the energy, all the efforts, what have you, uh, the one thing that we tend to ignore uh, is the fact that none of us have the promise of tomorrow – Uh, Something could just happen to him given his age. Uh, Definitely not hoping or rooting for any of those things, although it kind of seems like some of the folks that were running against him early kind of were. It it would feel like you're definitely going to have to have someone as that VP pick who can step into the role day one that nobody's going to doubt or question and nobody's going to think that there's going to be a serious change in tone or a serious change in how they go about trying to administrate the MAGA agenda. So I don't know if you feel like any of those folks really fit that criteria. I think we got a lot of great folks that could. I just don't know that they're ready to do it.
1: I've got one more. I've got one more that I didn't mention. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the governor of Arkansas, he loves her to death and she loves him. And she worked for him for, what, three years in the White House? And uh, she's apparently very conservative in Arkansas. She's, I mean, she banned the Chinese. She's making them sell their land that they had bought there. Uh, So she's got the resume, uh, having worked in the White House, been the press secretary, having been governor of Arkansas now for a couple of years. I think he could very well pick her as well.
0: Yeah. Now that's a yeah, pick I that I could a distinct really think
1: possibility.
0: Yeah. Uh, of all the names I've heard thrown out there, that's probably my favorite. To be honest, I think she would be a great choice. I think she is seasoned at this point. She is clearly a fighter. Uh, she's clearly uh, got conservative bona fides. there's, there's no question about it. Uh, I think that she could be exactly the best option because it also helped to shore up the South. A lot of folks have talked about uh, some of these other people uh, don't know that they help garner support in the southern states. I don't think that he necessarily needs a whole lot of help doing that. He He's not your typical New Yorker as far as that's concerned. And like we said back in the uh, first part of the hour, uh, Donald Trump is really the chosen preferred candidate by uh, the MAGA crowd, because he is that blunt instrument to push back against uh, the people who want to act as if they are our betters. Uh, Now, we did – I mentioned your article today uh, over at Crow's Nest Politics. You talk about the potential looming disaster for the Republican Party and election 2024. And you basically talk about how this could come down to something as simple as just the right juror, just one juror willing to decide. And you go down the list of some of these various cases that are ongoing. Most of them are crap. But you come back around to something that you talked about on a previous visit and uh, that we certainly have agreed upon. The real problem, the real legal issue that is going to be the most dangerous for Donald Trump that he's most likely to get convicted on is the classified documents uh, situation that occurred in Mar-a-Lago. It's a situation where he's been caught red-handed. He's as much as admitted uh, to it at various parts. Uh, It's very hard to imagine that not only do they not get a conviction, but this is one that, uh, appeal or not – he's not likely to win on appeal. Uh, His best bet there, and I think we've seen that as part of the strategy, is to try to uh, postpone, 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 and hopefully be in the White House before a conviction could be brought. And I think he's willing to test this novel legal theory about being able to pardon yourself. I'm not a big fan of that idea. I don't think that was an intention that the The Founding Fathers or the Framers of the Constitution ever had in mind you're supposed to be above reproach when you're in the office. And if your character doesn't permit you to be above reproach, uh, your time in the office and your reverence for serving the American people are supposed to make you a better person while you're there. Uh, It it is an interesting scenario, though. I, I wanted to give you an opportunity, though to express to the listeners exactly how you see this worst-case scenario and what happens next if this happens.
1: Well, the worst-case scenario for me, I, I want to preface it with saying, you know, a lot of people are defending what Trump said. You know, well, I declassified everything. No, no, you didn't, Mr. President. When you Keep this in mind. Everything that leaves that Oval Office on January 20th, the morning that the president goes and eats breakfast with the new president, and they go to church and all that stuff, while all that's going on, you're getting moved out of the White House, okay? Everything that leaves that White House is cataloged. Everything. Every folder, every document, every ashtray. Nothing leaves that office and the White House unless it's cataloged. So the National Archives knows everything that's in your possession the day you leave. Okay? They knew. Now, to declassify a document, the president has to sign a form. It's got the document number up top. Every document's got a number. You know, f 37 y 6 z QP, okay, every document has a number on it, particularly top secret documents. And they simply cross-referenced and go, well, he's got these documents and they have not been declassified. We need them back. So the National Archives goes to the president and says, you have these documents, we need them back. No, I don't. I don't have those. I don't have anything. Well, they knew he did. So they end up going to the FBI saying, we need these documents back. They're quite serious. They involve nuclear uh, secrets, nuclear protocols, blah, 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 regarding the nukes. And he's got one that involves the invasion plans for Iran that the uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs drafted. We need these back. The FBI goes to him, Mr. President, you have these. No, I don't. And then he tells his butler and a couple of attorneys, hide these documents, which they testified to in depositions. So he's in deep trouble. Now, let's take the worst case scenario. He goes to Florida, goes before the uh, the jury, and is found guilty. March 5th, that trial starts. And the judge has already said, I'm not postponing the trial. So the trial's going March 5th, the day after Super Tuesday or day before Super Tuesday. I think it's March 4th, I'm sorry. So that trial will take approximately a month to a month and a half, probably, in court. Then you're looking at some time for the jury to come back. Then you're looking at some time, if he's found guilty, before the judge sentences him. So now we're probably into May, early May, okay? By now, he's won more than likely the amount of delegates needed to become the nominee. So if he's found guilty, we go to the convention where half of the conventioneers are going to be pro-Trump, and the other half are going to say, no, we don't want a felon. We want somebody else. Let's say he goes to trial and one juror is loves Trump and refuses since it's a criminal trial. All 12 jurors have to come back verdict with a guilty. If he gets one that refuses, now we get a hung jury. So now he's got a hung jury hanging over his head, but he wasn't convicted. So he could probably get by. But if he's convicted, we're going to have a cat fight, a war of epic proportions on the floor of that conviction. And it's okay. going to splinter the Republican Party right down the middle, which it pretty much already has. You, he's lost a lot of his base already. You know, where he got 74 million votes in the last election, he's probably down to 50 million now. He's lost a good portion of his base, Tim, because of all this legal. And people are looking for alternatives. So how he's going to shore that up. And that is why I am praying to God Joe Biden's a nominee, because the Republicans and Trump can eviscerate him if they put up anybody else. And the current topic of conversation is Michelle Obama. That's the new flavor of the week. If they put yeah. her up, we're in deep trouble. We can't beat her.
0: Him, yeah, you know, her,
4: we've actually whoever. been
0: talking here for several months now uh, about Michelle Obama uh, and some theories that have been put out there for some from some folks early on that they would test the waters, that they thought that uh, she's the most popular person that they could get. They didn't have a very deep bench, but as it plays out, As far as this whole, I don't want to do this kind of uh, act she's been putting on, and I do think it was an act because I think she enjoyed her time in the White House more than she lets on. Uh, I've heard people say differently, but at the same time, it's not like Barack did a a lot of hard work. He was on vacation most of the time and he was campaigning the, the rest of the time. I think Michelle realizes that. She could take the title and then sit back and let a Valerie Jarrett uh, run the the Oval Office. Ken, we are already out of time, if you can believe it. So again, I want to thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. As always, I appreciate your insights and your opinions and uh, look forward to reading uh, the next uh, thing that you get up. And we'll definitely have to have you back on again. I want to try to have you on at least once a month uh, as we move closer and closer to the decision 2024. I hope you'll join me for that.
1: You bet. Thanks, Tim. Have a great
0: one. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Ken Crow. He is the purveyor of Crow's Nest Politics. Uh, You can uh, check that out by going to crowsnestpolitics.org and uh, read everything he's got to say. All right, so with the brief amount of time we have left, I want to remind everybody that the concerns – if you're a Trump guy, you probably don't like what Ken had to say just then. But you have to face the reality. This is a real situation on the ground. Now, you can say a lot about how it's been set up, but at the end of the day, if we want somebody who's going to stand on principles, we have to take that into account. The problem has become we're normally these days having to pick between the lesser of two evils. The problem with that is you're always picking someone that's evil. Donald Trump is not an evil man. Donald Trump is a man who is flawed. He has his foibles. But again, as I said all the way back in the first hour with uh, Drew, if we were waiting for the perfect person to come along, we'd never get there. So with that in mind, I want you to keep – in mind the fact that we do need to start thinking about a plan b just in case. In the meanwhile, hey, you know what? Don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. Good night everybody. Have a great weekend and you know, stay warm out there if you can.
2: using both